Welcome, welcome, welcome to your bi-weekly special, Here is Star-Crossed Letters by Sarah Diem. So I woke up at seven because my body naturally woke me up because I was having a weird fucking nightmare. Oh. Had a lot of murdering and going on in my nightmare. Um, Is it my fault because I texted you about the murdering last night? No, I don't know. Serial why. killer. It's really weird. I didn't even watch any murder stuff yesterday. That's why I was wondering if it was my fault because oh, it's a really so. good book so far. But I'm she's sure definitely great. a super duper serial killer. I mean, she has good reasons. I mean, as much good reasons as you can be for being a serial killer. Uh, well, sometimes it just happens. Oh, aliens. Dude. Okay, listen. I'm kind of mad that we don't have these books on a list and that we didn't do them as a coverage because, bro. Um, we're just going to have to sneakily insert them in to talk about because we well, can't not talk about stuff. these Ice Planet Barbarians. Dude, especially barbarians. since we're both reading it. I haven't read the third book yet because I just haven't. Because I yeah, well, I just did. What well, last night I for I was gonna order. read it last night, and then I was like, well, I need to a finish editing, sleep, and b read the other book, and then c sleep. Yeah, life. Oh, you um, know. bro. But I honestly, I had it on my list for so long because I liked Vectel better you know, in the first peer book pressure. than the second book. And I know he was then when you messaged me with that god awful review. Listen, if anyone is, it, is listening, is it bad that when a bad review makes you read the book? So here's for everyone to really fucking confuse what's happening. We did not read sorry. Ice Planet Barbarians for this episode, hence the title. Oh yeah, of sorry, episode. this episode is not Ice Planet Barbarians. <laughs> but sorry, I we're, we're I, sad about it too. Yeah, I know. I decided to delve into it. Because, like, it's everywhere. And I was, like, finally, you know what? Fuck it. And I finished the book. And I just, I like to look at reviews sometimes just for shits and giggles. Even after I've read a book. And there was this one review. And I highly recommend everybody go read it. It is probably as long, if not longer, than the book. The book is 200 pages. That's it. (laughs) It's a short book. Like the review the, is 400 pages just you know. and i was like i was like when i read it and i'm not trying to like bash people everyone has their own views whatever but the book's not that serious it is a book <laughs> about alien fucking this is this is a book about aliens and it's only 200 pages it's and not it's, and you know what and it's an escape it's not that serious and it's like not that deep it's not uh, that deep it's really they were that deep but this book not that deep <laughs> Am I wrong? They did not like that the aliens had to find a mate to procreate. And that was like the premise of the entire book. And they stepped because on Because they were box. mad because they said it was... There were no lesbians in the book. They said it was hetero... It doesn't have to just be lesbian. It's very heteronormative. You know what? It's a fucking like, book about aliens. Okay, okay. so it's like... There's 60% of the... At least 60% of the book's like that. We gotta read today. Don't get me wrong. It's not a single game. I love me some good MM books or some good, you know what I mean? I'm all for those kind of books or whatever. I like it all. 
I this like it all. But Ice Planet Barbarians was just fine. As it was. <laughs> it's about Ice Planet Barbarians and aliens and alien and when you penis and when you have a book where a very very stubborn woman and a very very stubborn alien have been bickering and fighting the whole book and then finally get together and then get separated so she's on a warpath and gets all spunky and then kidnaps another alien to prove her point and he's all, okay, I'm a willing captive because he can see what's going on here. And then they have this little sit down talk like, how can I get this other girl like me? And she goes, make her a dildo in your, in your liking. And she's just being her snarky self, but he's, hey, how do, what, what do I do? Tell me, tell me more. If anything. So he fucking does it and just presents his, his exact replica of his like arm length fucking fan made out of bone <laughs> if anything this book perpetuates the theory that men are stupid and you know what yeah why wasn't the review about that i could have understood if someone just went on this random rant about making men be idiots well sure. then but i like, could argue back that a lot of people make women idiots so sure. in real life, in our actual life, people think that women are stupid. When in yes. reality, we could probably run this entire world. And as Topanga from Boy Me's World would say, we would just put all the men underground for breeding. And that's all we need them for. That reminds me of a book. I think we had it on a list one time. But that's kind of what they did. Good. Sometimes that's what yeah. they're there for. Put them underground for breeding. Anyways. So, unfortunately, today, we are not here for Ice Planet Barbarians. Sorry, our bad. We did not realize that it was going to be as epic as it was for us. So, go ahead and read it. And we will be continuing the series. And we might be sprinkling things in how we, as we go along. So, today, special episode. Special, special. Super special. We just got off of a couple pre-planned specials. And Crystal and I just kind of went, you know what? The wheel grips our fate so much. And we've had all these things just pre-planned. Well, you and I just kind of pick a book each and we can each have our special. So we were like, bitch, yeah, we make the rules. It's, it's fun to remind ourselves of that sometimes. So sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. And sometimes... We get a little carried away by just picking books by covers and stuff, and that's okay. So today, we are reading Star-Crossed Letters by Sarah Diem. I think that's how you say her last name. And this was a book, I think, that was recommended to me on some kind of social media platform, either that or Facebook or something like that. It's a new book. Definitely more up your alley. Not that I don't like those kind of books. But it just sounded kind of cool. And I was like, Crystal might like this. Let's, let's, let's go with this. So. And then you get books that I read and I'm like, when I was reading Haunting Adeline and I was like, Aria would have liked this. And she said, I would have hated this. And for the record, we didn't cover it for the podcast because she thought that after the center, I wouldn't read anything like that. And that Haunting Adeline was supposed to be darker. It wasn't. It was fine. 
I liked it better. It's trying to be nice. more sparing of your okay yeah. of my feelings. Yeah, Where but now I, I won't be. No, I'm just kidding. Watch myself there. Anywho, <laughs> this was a mistake. So in the star-crossed letters, we have Chase and Olivia, and Chase is this famous actor. Chase was a foster kid. He was not in a great foster situation when he was younger, and he basically ended up a street kid. And he was found one day because he's gorgeous and asked to model. And that kind of blew up his career. And now he makes movies and he's this famous movie star, but he hates all the attention and he hates going out and he hates being ravaged by fans and all this jazz, la di la di And Olivia is this 25-year-old girl, kind of a bookworm. She's been writing novels her whole life and she's been taking care of her nana, her sick nana, basically since high school. She's kind of a, I would call her kind of a recluse. She's very introverted. She just kind of stays home, goes to work at her bookstore and writes. That's basically her whole life. She hangs out a little bit with her neighbor, who's her friend, Daisy, and that's kind of her whole life. So she's been slowly selling antiques now that her Nana has passed away from her house, her Nana's antiques, to help with the upkeep of the house. And one of those antiques was an old typewriter she had sold to the antique store. And somehow, we find out later, but somehow Chase gets that typewriter. And that is a beloved typewriter of hers. She's been typing on it since she was little. That's what she typed her first story on. And so she wrote this letter with the typewriter, basically keep it, take care of it, treat it with love. You know, this is, this is the first story I wrote with it. It was just this cutesy little letter and he loved it and he wrote her back and they became pen pals. And they wrote back and forth with each other for a year until they exchanged phone numbers and they've been texting for another four years after that. So they've had a five-year relationship only texting and writing. And, and neither one of them knows each other's names. Right. That purpose. was the, there were rules mm -hmm. in this exchange. There were no names, no personal information, no dick pics. <laughs> there were very, very strict guidelines. So, but they've ha had this relationship for five years. At this point, they have become each other's best friend. Best friends. They've they've been talking to each other. They are such loners themselves and introverts themselves that they are like the only ones in their little bubble. So they talk constantly throughout the day. They are like their sole support system. And they've created, even though they don't really know anything super duper personal, like names and stuff. They know each other's souls and they've kind of fallen in love with each other through through text, through through words. But Chase will not allow anything to go forward because he knows the damage of his world and he knows what would happen if someone were to be with him because of the fans and the craziness and the paparazzi and all that jazz. And he doesn't want to put anyone through that. So when Olivia finally has the courage to send him her picture and her name and basically admits to caring about him and wanting to try a relationship with him. He freaks out and is 
doesn't want anything to happen to her. And no, I'm sorry. I just want to be friends. I don't want to do this. And she is crushed. And then literally (laughs) right after that, she gets run over like a bike messenger and gets sent to, I mean, it's not funny, but the timing and her phone literally is shattered beyond repair and she gets sent to the hospital. So she can't contact him anymore. So he just assumes she ghosts him. She can't contact him anyway. So she just assumes that it's probably a good clean break for now. That's how our setup is for our story. So that's, I mean, that it was pretty amusing for me. That's why I kind of wanted to try this story because I was like, that sounds really kind of funny. I liked the thought of the whole the pen pal thing. I liked the cutesy typewriter thing. I didn't realize that it would so quickly turn to text messages when I read the blurb. Neither. I thought that it would have stayed in letter form a lot longer, but you know what? That's okay. Right. It's okay. I just, I thought it would be more of like a lettery when I read the blurb. More romantic-y lettery. Yeah. This was a um, lot more funny. Yes. And yes. So it was nice at the beginning when they were given the whole background of their friendship and everything building up to it. I understand the rules. I just find them stupid. Of course. Oh, man. But the big key thing, too, is the reason she sent the text message with her actual information is she received a letter from her dead grandmother Mm. on her birthday and in it you know she was so close to her grandmother and her grandmother was basically telling her she needs to take more risks in life and life is too short take all the risks and the risk that she took was sending the information to yes yeah her grandmother wanted her to take one risk a day for the whole summer right and of course she kind of felt that wow i took a risk and it fucking backfired (laughs) hey So she was really upset about it. And And she was worried about taking more risks. Yeah, exactly. Well, luckily she has a friend, Daisy. Named Daisy. And Daisy is fucking amazing. And I She's a hot shit. So, which brings us to what happened next. Because Daisy loved her Nana too. Because they were neighbors. Because she lived in a a Victorian that she was restoring. And it was was beautiful. And (laughs) Daisy was like, "Uh uh-uh, you're going to still take these risks today. Let's go, bitch. We're going to the red room. Let's go. And so they started doing tequila shots at all in the red of. room. Is not the red room, like in Fifty no, Shades. No, it's not murder. Record. No, it's so. It's I wasn't just going this, like, murder. I was going club. sex, but okay. Oh, but all I could think of was tequila and crystal. Little <laughs> like life flashbacks of I learned this lesson early on, as early as like nineteen years old, that tequila equals bad. No one drinks tequila. Do not ever drink tequila because tequila will ruin your life. So the second they started drinking tequila, I was like, oh, shit's going to go fucking down. Because if there's anything I learned in life, you never let Crystal ever drink tequila. Just never. Never, never, never. It's funny, though, because I've even told my own kid that, like, whatever you do in life, when, when you are old enough to be an adult and drink, just never tequila. Just, just never tequila. No, and if anybody ever wants a tequila story, I will die before I tell it to you. We'll just keep <laughs> some mystery in the air there. Yeah. Just she know. has to have tequila to give you the tequila story. 
and I won't let her have tequila. So I sorry. Don't drink, I don't really. I love margarita. Hmm. Do not get me wrong. Do not let Ariel make you margaritas because she oh. will not realize that the margarita mix already has alcohol in it, <laughs> and then just make you triple tequila margaritas. That didn't happen. Allegedly. Yeah. So, anywho, tequila was involved. So tequila led to naked fountain swim- swimming. Oh my god, um, I was so happy about the naked fountain which swimming. Was fantastic, but of course, the police came and then they got arrested. So Daisy is Daisy, and Daisy is fantabulous. And Daisy's mm, bitch, I got this handled when she could not flirt her way out of the. Oh, we skipped ahead, but that's okay. I got a little excited with Daisy, and the we can kind of. Well, go back and forth. It's fine. Yeah. I'll make you a margarita. Oh, God. <laughs> so she she tries to flirt her way out of every situation. So when it didn't work flirting with the cop, she was like, no, I got I got a fail safe plan. And she called her brother. Meanwhile, on the other side of the fence here, Chase is panicking because his soul, his best friend in the world just fucking ghosted him. Because she sent him a picture admitting to her love for him, basically, and wanting to go with him and then never responded again. And he's been texting her. He's been calling her. He's been like up the wazoo for days and days and days. Realistically, he did turn her down. He did. Right. But he's been calling and texting her for days and days and days. So he is freaking out. He doesn't know if he, she's purposefully ignoring him because of the rejection. Or if something happened to her, when really something did happen to her. So kudos for that knowledge in his brain. Yeah. So because he's so concerned, he takes the information he does now in throughout their whole conversation. Because Chase really remembers pretty much everything that they've ever talked about. Because we all know they're both in love with each other, but whatever. And she hasn't been as good with the rules as he has been. No, she's very, very loosey-goosey with the rules. Except the dick pics. Except for the dip pics. It was so funny because whatever. And so he manages. He's, oh, I know she lives in San Francisco. I know she works at this uh, big yeah. cafe. And he decides that this motherfucker is just going to poop, pop over to San Francisco to make just to get eyes on her, just to make sure that she is actually okay because he's so concerned. And he does. And I mean, he like gets in his little hood and it's all kids so that he can sneak around so that paparazzi doesn't catch him. And he goes into the cafe. Honestly, it was the so crack of freaking dawn at the crack of dawn. It's so fucking cute. And he meets her and he knows it's her instantly because obviously he knows what she looks like. And it's just it's adorable. She spills coffee all over herself. Well, because this like the biggest celebrity in the country just walks up to her. And she has no idea, and he does not introduce himself as Remington, which is who she, the only thing she knows him as. Exactly. He kind of leaves the mystery there. It's adorable. It's adorable. She lets him meet him as Chase, and he kind of like runs with it a little. He, oh, for sure. And I think he was kind of testing because he, you know, everybody who ever testing him how a fangirly she would be. And B, he just wanted to get eyes on her to make sure she was alive and safe and okay. And I don't remember. Is she it was a little fangirly. They do kiss. So, yeah. So he comes back the next day. But originally he was just going to, like, just see her one time. But he could not pull himself away. And he had to show up again. 
And then he, yeah, he, he kissed loves her. her. Yes. And she's like, what the fuck? Like this biggest guy just out of nowhere just kisses me. And it's obvious that he's like, this is goodbye kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. she will not see him again. So he really truly thought that was goodbye. He was hoping that he could re-talk to her as Remington again. And she thought it was goodbye too until they got arrested. <laughs> so when they got arrested and Daisy called her brother up, they suddenly were let free immediately. Now they look like drown rats. She's it's in fantastic. her underwear and it's fantastic. Well, she's in a dress now, but it's it's a well, yeah, Daisy she was, approved dress. She was in her underwear at the time in right, the but fountain. In MN jail wise. Yeah. yeah. So they leave the jail and get to a tinted out SUV and Daisy's making jokes with Duncan in the front seat, who we know as Chase's bodyguard, who's stuck as pretty cool beans. And we find out that Daisy and Chase are like foster siblings, but siblings. siblings. And holy shit, Miles bomb dropped. And now everyone's just fuck. Like, how do you know each other? How do you know each other? How do you know each other? So Daisy can kind of see that there's some shit going on. So she kind of was like, hmm. And has. Olivia deliver a package to Chase in after so they drop everybody off and Chase and Olivia have a little moment again the drop off but and they think this is goodbye again forever it's a lot of goodbye agains forever it was a little geez louise so Daisy gets it in her head I'll have her drop off the stuff I need to Chase at his hotel room Olivia goes to drop off the stuff she's like oh I know what Daisy's doing Daisy's trying to go matchmaker over here but she's okay with it because, hello, wouldn't you be okay with it? So she gets there and Chase is sick as a dog. He's like burning up, sweating, food poisoning. Just it ended blah. up being food poisoning from a Mexican food truck. And Daisy's is like, was it this one? Did you eat this? And he goes, please don't say seafood. And it's just, it's so funny. It was like, so yeah, she, some kind of seafood taco. Or it was a seafood <laughs> taco. Yeah. And so she insists that she's going to take care of him. And because he's been in the foster system, he does not like anybody caring for him. He's very... Because he's not used to it without having to pay somebody. I mean, she kind of just forces her way in there. And she's just... Because he passes out. So she's, my job now. Yeah. I think he was like in the process of almost passing out. She goes, I'm not going to be able to carry you. (laughs) He's going to lay down. And it was cute. And, you know, she stays over. For the night and feeds him, makes him makes soup, him soup and, and takes care of him. Takes and then, care of him all night. Yeah. And then he finally does wake up the next day. He's feeling better. And then it's downpouring outside. And he is, well, you can't, you can't leave because now it's raining. He it's didn't a want her really to go. flimsy excuse, but it's cute. Yeah. yeah it's she cute. didn't want to go either, to be honest. She really, really wanted to stay. And she they stays. just stay and play games and hang out with each other. And they play truth or they dare. They play truth or dare. And they start to kind of like learn a little bit about each other throughout hanging out, which is kind of nice to see basically their texting friendship blooming into in-person friendship. In person, yeah. Even though one half of them does not know what is going on and he wants to tell her, but he doesn't want to tell her. He doesn't know how right. to tell her, basically. But she decides that she wants to dare him. Because it's raining to recreate this famous scene from this movie he does. This dancing in the rain. And kissing in the rain. Well, she originally just wanted the dancing in the rain. He kind of escalated it to the ending part. But it happens. So they do that. And it it was a cute scene. And I was like, oh. It is very cute. It's so 
And they, and go they back thought in. at the, the cover of night that they would kind of be okay, but they weren't really thinking about other people mm-hmm. around because they were just wrapped up in each other. It was adorable. I will say that <clears throat> I kind of knew that he was Daisy's brother. Oh, in the beginning? Yeah. I kind of felt like there were like hints towards it. So after their whole reveal, I was like, you know, it was Daisy's brother. There is one thing I will say. I did not know. And this is a big thing. That Olivia was a virgin. It gets revealed earlier when they were making in the hotel. Breasts. So after they are done um, no, dancing, I'm the- I'm saying I didn't know she was until Daisy made the list because getting Dick and losing her virginity is on the list. So in the hotel after they got were dancing in the rain, they started fooling around a little, and she told him that's I, why they stopped. Right. I'm saying I personally I'm going back the beginning. The book itself, originally, no blurb tells you that this is a virgin. Oh, yeah, but, but, but I, the list no, you, was way later on. That's why. They were talking about it at the beginning. I don't know why. Yeah. I think she drops the hint at the beginning. Sorry, not the list part. No, she I'm flat talking. out tells him at the hotel. Right. I'm talking about before she got hit by a bike, I learned she was a virgin. Because she's uh, like, oh. Right, okay. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. you were talking about the list. Yeah, um, I fucked up like, and it, I didn't okay. mean the list. I, I Gotcha. But earlier, anyway, she got hit by the bike. She said, I don't want to die a virgin. And I'm yes, like, yes, yes. My yes. only note about that was like, ah, the virgin. Ariel keeps picking virgin books. Hey, it didn't say that in the blurb. I know. It didn't say that in the blurb. So anyway. And who I knows was not any- allowed to warn you. So because you didn't need warning. <laughs> they want to hook up. But then he learns that, yes, she's a virgin. So he says no. Yeah, he doesn't. And she's he like, thinks that her first time should be special, and she goes, "Dude, and not just, just play like a one night stand. stand." And she's just like, "Dude, no, just I don't care. I waited. It's not even like I'm waiting for anything specific." Because he's very clear that that's all he can give. He's a one night stand. He's very, very. He's like, I can't be, I can't date anybody. This, this, right? This, I can't give anyone a relationship. And then, but so. Obviously, everyone can see this one coming. They were not so secretive of the cover of under the cover of night. And people did see them recreating that scene, dancing in the rain and took pictures of it. So next thing you know, so he left. They thought it was goodbye again. Goodbye forever. Um, But goodbye forever again. Right. For for the second time now. (laughs) And what was it like two weeks later, I think went by. And he's off filming in some random country in like the Amazon or something. And she's doing little risks with Daisy and chilling and doing her thing when she's and Daisy are out and she sees her picture on the cover of a tabloid. And what the fuck? And not only that, but they have her name. They have the place she works. They have all of her information. And the fans are not happy. It's exactly what Chase was worried about. They're like eviscerating her. It's not great. So she goes home, kind of sad about it, and kind of just goes to bed and wakes up in the middle of the night with her bedroom basically engulfed in flames. The only other thing that happened prior to the fire was Daisy explaining her and Chase's backstory, which kind of turned into an important point of how they found each other why they are the way they are they discussed what happened to daisy in the media Mm. when they found out that she was chase's sister 
And they eviscerated her and they were so mean. And he had that connection with someone that, you know, that was his first experience of having someone he cared about getting and destroyed. Bitch, and they were torn up was by mean. the press. That's why he's been so careful not to be connected with anyone else again kind of thing. Because okay. anyone even he's purposefully like dated for PR and stuff still gets it too, even though they have a whole team. And But so... Yeah, so she wakes up with her house in her bedroom engulfed in flames. She's trying to make it out of the fire. She ends up having to be rescued because she passes out. She rescues. She ends up tongue work for me. Being rescued by firefighters. And she's just kind of devastated and destroyed. Daisy is like freaking out. She's calling Chase, explaining what's up because all of a sudden... The tabloids happen, and then all of a sudden, Olivia's house is burning down. And there was a note left at the house, so they they found that after. They yep, suspect the, that it's arson. A threatening note from a fan, because this fan, they find out once Chase is able to explain, they find out that this fan thinks that she's his wife, and that every time there's a female involved, she kind of gets a little, a little obsessive, obsessive, a lot obsessive. So. Chase is trying desperately to get back from wherever in the Amazon he is. He's trying to take planes, trains, buses, all the jazz. Planes and automobiles. Sorry. It's trying to take, it's taking him forever. Meanwhile, writer, who is Chase's friend, he is in a band, famous band, swoops in and picks up Daisy and Olivia and brings them back to their house because Ryder, Sebastian, and Chase all live together. And they're waiting there until Chase is back. It's just basically to keep Olivia Daisy safe because they think that there's this big threat against her because they think this crazy lady tried to burn down our house. So fun times, fun times. And this is when they create the risk list. First of all, I didn't know how much I like. This is yeah, why Daisy and it, it gets everyone else to help make well, more of a. Yeah. While you're here, let's. Huh? Yeah, and it's funny because when we first met Sebastian, I didn't know if i liked him or not because he kind of gave me weird vibes i and i like him he has yeah. a little bit of a spiral of himself. i'm assuming him and emma are going to get a book oh of course so to be getting a book. originally Sorry. when i saw that there were three books already set up i thought it was going to be Ryder and daisy for the second book and it was going to be emma and emma sebastian, and sebastian for the third book that is not the case what's yeah. the case so well, okay, so I just have to explain who these people are to make it make sense. So, because at first I was like, what the, who the fuck is that? And I was like, oh, okay. So they make this list to help with the risks and stuff. And they're all kind of, instead of just letting her do her risk a day that she's been doing on her own, they're like, oh, they're all gung-ho helping her make a list together. And they're doing things like, oh, skinny dipping and like going out with a date with a, a random person and like, losing her virginity and things like that. And Sebastian wants her to swim with sharks, but she's absolutely not. <laughs> He's got uh, <laughs> nobody, nobody really liked that turning down. And Emma, who is the PR manager, wants her to pick up a sport, any sport kind of thing. And she chooses to try to run, which is not that successful, but she knows that Chase likes to run. So Chase is kind of, he's so frustrating because... Uh-huh. He wants he want, her so badly. He wants his cake. Right. And, but 
he won't let himself eat it. He wants cake in front of him, but he won't let himself eat it. But he, he won't let anyone else eat it, it either. You won't let anyone else eat it either. So then eventually he eats it. <laughs> so he sees these people making these lists and he's getting so frustrated because he's if any, she's going to do any of these things, she's going to do them with me. But so he keeps like drawing her in just to push her away, drawing her in, just to push her away. And it's so frustrating. It really, truly is. It gets to the point where it's not cutesy. It's just frustrating. You um, punch him in his adorable yeah, hot it's, face. You truly just want to just stab him because, okay, I get it already. But so, okay, she's going to go running. Oh, no, she's only going to go running with me. So they spend their mornings running and they're kind of connecting that way. And it's kind of cute, but, you know. She is she not a runner. Wanna... She is not a runner. not a runner. She is not a track star. And this she is woman. Not a <laughs> Reading yeah, that, I was like, I dude, feel you. I'm like, dude, I feel you. I feel you, woman. I feel you. So there's date night on the the risk list. And the, all the guys that are hanging out at the house, they're all volunteering to go with her. And he's like, what's the kibosh on that? Like, Absolutely freaking lootly not. It will be me, which is so frustrating because, again, she's been there for two weeks and half the time he ignores her and half the time he's in her face. And it's so much of a yo-yo of a back and forth and it's giving her whiplash at this point and it's really really frustrating so they go on this date night and right before she's set to go outside to meet him she gets a call from the fire marshal saying basically like actually yes you did have a threatening note in your mailbox but it was just faulty wiring no one set the fire purposefully it was truly just coincidentally an accident. We also get Daisy being awesome. Oh. But Daisy getting pissed. Because yeah. Cause she found the connection. She, well, because she starts, she never told Daisy everything that was happening with this, the texting guy. And this all happened prior to the date. She ends up. She knew of the texting guy, but she but didn't she know didn't how understand. it originated. Exactly. And it started that and they're in the same room i think chase is in the same room when they're going on about this because i think it's like the whole group maybe i don't remember he was he was like walking in the doorway and she starts talking about it and then she drops the remington name because she never told daisy that that she calls him remington well i think she knows his name is remington but she just didn't connect it to the typewriter thing and yeah okay and so she explains it and then daisy puts the pieces together because we'll learn. Yeah, she, she made some stupid comment about the typewriter and like how, you know, it all started with the typewriter. Some stupid comment or something mm-hmm. didn't really mean much in the whole until Daisy put it together. And then she kind of like, she's pissed at Chase because now she's putting things together. So, yeah, anyways, continue. They found out not arson. They go no, you're day. no, you're you're right, because. Oh. Because uh, Daisy confronted Daisy ends um, up confronting Chase about it. And Chase before the date, yeah, right. And she like she's you need you need to tell her that it's you because Daisy is the one who gave him the typewriter, right? Yeah, she said, "I know that you have it, and I didn't know the extent of this, and you need you to are tell Remington. Her, You're Remington. What the fuck? You, you, you need, need to come clean. You need to come clean because you know Daisy knows how." how everything happened with Olivia and she was there to pick up the pieces when this all fucking went bad. And now mm. Daisy's fucking pissed. And the, 
she is our and she feels like her brother's just been lying to her Mm -hmm. and her friend yeah and he's i'm planning on telling her i'm just trying to find the right way i I don't want to do it when she's not safe i don't want her to be mad and run away when she's not safe exactly because if she runs away then there's the risk that the fan can get her right so but then the fire marshals dude actually nobody's trying to end your life olivia was so adorable like but she's well i can have one last night with him before i tell so they go on this the one last date night they're both like let's just have this one date night and chase wanted to say it beforehand but then he goes no i'm gonna just let it well chase wasn't originally gonna say anything until he heard from the fire marshal so they go on this date night and they have this great time they have a date in the middle of nowhere at chase's one of his co-stars named ronan which we i don't think we actually meet ronan we do. it's just his co-star on one of his movies and they use his house which is why originally i was like i don't want to say anything just yet about books because the second book is about ronan and i'm like who we don't even know who the- ronan is ronan was but a very small part of the story i right. think we, and we didn't actually meet him no yeah he's been great friends with him but he's kind of he describes him as he's super isolated like chase is that's why they get along with their movies. Um, so he's borrowing his cabin to use for his date night. And then the third book, finally, we get Daisy. But it's so, a beach house, not a cabin. Are they in a beach? It's a little cabin, but it's on the. Because she she describes no, it as I, this one room when little I think like cabin. I think like cabin woods. I'm like, well, they did explain it as a little one room cabin, but it's set into the woods, and you have to walk down to the beachy area. As they say, it was surrounded by trees. I just I don't picture know. I picture no water cabin in the woods middle of a lot of cabins mountains. are on like lakes and different things and I don't my brain just for some reason automatically goes to murder cabin I don't know what to tell you <laughs> well it was not a murder cabin it was an almost sex I mean, cabin never seen but in so, the woods yeah almost <laughs> sex cabin good lord so they are having a great time and she's just basically this is my last night with him I know it I'm just going to give the biggest risk of all I'm just going to do what I want. And I'm going to make this happen. And she is giving it her all. She's basically like, dude, I want this to be you. I want, you know what I mean? I want to do everything with you. And he's in his head like, well, I know I can't sleep with her until I tell her the truth. But then he's kind of like at the same time, like, well, fuck it. And then they have this foreplay scene. And then it kind of fades to black. And I was like sitting there like, what the frick was that? Well, they didn't. And I was getting, well, I didn't know that at the time. Neither I did getting, I. I, was, I had to go back. Because then it just faded. And it was like, and that's all right. You know, it was like, I, and I was, I, I got so fired up. I was like, what the frack was that? I just, I was getting so pissed because it was, we, it was like 80% of the book. We waited till 80% of the book to get fucking anything. And then you're going to fucking give me some sh- shitty fucking play and then fade to fucking black on me i was so pissed so then obviously we get to the next chapter and go okay we didn't actually sleep together and i was like okay yeah. okay okay i thought they fucking banged it's still shitty and it wasn't great but at least they didn't fucking bang and then fade you know i was just i was so fucking bullshit because he was because chase got, i we, literally we got can't. burned with a fade to black book and we didn't know it was fade to black yeah so I was so also raging. Chase was, was basically like, I literally couldn't do it without her knowing. So then, then they came clean with each other. Actually, she came clean first. She's, she's like, I've been lying to you. This was the cutest thing ever because it was just 
it's so sweet and innocent and olivia's just like this i understand like she's trying not to be innocent she's just the most innocent little human and she's like i have she's been so sheltered for so long exactly she's she's i've been lying to you it wasn't arson i'm fine and then chase decides to tell her that he is remington here's she takes it way better than the buildup of the book thought she would i literally have a note saying is it bad that i wish there was more theatrics when she learned because of the buildup that they made it sound like she was going to exactly i mean it's on brand realistically for the two of them that she for her specifically that she wouldn't blow up like that and she would be more understanding and I just, my dark soul has read so much, like in the past week, even, even books that are nice and soft. I, I like the balance of theatrical because you know, it's coming every book, especially books like this typically have a layout or how they go. Usually though, the blow up is halfway through the book and then they spend the rest of the half. Speaking of like layouts. So I saw this TikTok the other day or maybe it was like a couple weeks ago now and it was i don't even remember who it was so i can't even like credit it where credits do and i feel so bad if you about made that, this video but... on tiktok and you magically listen to this here's your credit i don't know we don't yes know. so sorry but they were saying because somebody was giving them shit about not doing something for an ending or something and they were explaining that well it's a romance novel and romance novels have a certain formula to them And one of those formulas are happily ever after at the end. And I've been stewing on that for a week or so now. And it's really kind of bothered me because I love me a good romance book. And I love me a good happily ever after. But I did always want happily ever after. And that doesn't mean I didn't want everything else that goes into a romance novel. I just sometimes want want someone to gut my soul. I sometimes want a twist to come out of the window and take me down and wreck me and take me by surprise. I why is that too much to ask? And it ends with and then she dies. Okay, what was it? Was it the zombie books? Mm -hmm. Or she died. Yeah, we did talk about that. Seriously, your mic is cutting for some reason. Sorry. When you yell, your mic cuts more, and it's. I, I, I will. I will calm my body. Have to just don't screech. So, but okay, but does that mean what I want, what I crave occasionally, does that make it no longer a romance novel because it takes it away from the formula? I've really been stewing on it since I saw that. You know, that's a good question. I'm not sure. Um, I don't know. I'm like, I don't, is that naive of a question? I'm genuinely asking. I don't know the answer. So I'm not being a problem i guess i'm just genuinely asking i'm not trying to make waves i'm just yeah so if anybody knows the answer to that is it still a romance novel if it does not end as a happy ending but the rest of the like, book does it is it required happy... to have a happily ever after is that like legit know. requirement to tag it as a romance but every once in a while i like to be blindsided and my soul to be gutted is that so wrong it's so it's these people in this book did not get hit by bikes messengers at the end. So just so you know, this was not a surprise ending. But I did write that Chase is a little bitch. Oh, God. <laughs> so that is my that um, is my complaint. So they came clean and she's this is fabulous because now I have both the men I love. Now Chase we can be together. A little bitch. But no, we can. And Chase is no, this changes nothing. 
I can't be with you. This is the reality of me. I just and she wanted was to like, tell you before I fuck you. She like just picks herself up by the bootstraps. And I was actually proud of this moment. And she was like, no, I deserve more. I'm so goodbye for that. Yeah. She's it like, was, it am, was actually a great moment. She's just, I am taking a risk now and it is to say no. Yeah. And I deserve better. Bye, Felicia. So then she flies on fucking home because she's not in danger anymore. It's out, crossed out. And everyone, oh, what the fuck did you do, buddy? And blaming the right person, thankfully. Mm-hmm. So then three weeks go by because this boy can't get his fucking head out of his ass for three fucking weeks. Well, we learn it took time for the end. Just saying. Fine, because it doesn't yeah, make sense weeks. to me. So you have the floor. I don't have the floor. I'm just saying. He explains the reasoning that he... Do you have the store? I don't know. I, I said I don't have the floor. I know. I said, do you have the store? I, sh- I don't know. I mean... It rem- it rem- no, I The dinner you. party. I was going to go three weeks later to the dinner party. Um, But I'm I don't understand why it took three weeks he, to pull his head out of his fucking ass. I mean, he explained that it wasn't that he was pulling his head out of his ass. He was planning like setting things up by i know but still it took time i understand i'm just i'm trying to give him something because chase is a a little bitch so i'm just trying to give him like a little bit of something that he was trying to plan he's not worth olivia no olivia deserves better she he deserves she deserves better just saying dinner party darling dinner party so she has her house restored because chase had fixed it while they were in malibu yay team and she you know what that fucker can pay for that i'm not even feeling guilty about that girl power not really girl power i don't know why i said that making a man pay for the shit he fucked up yeah but he didn't really it's not really your fault it doesn't matter he still's gonna pay for that shit He's an idiot. So the house is restored. She's trying to get back on track with her life. She's trying to just start anew, kind of move on, trying to just be that confident self that she kind of has trying is trying to embrace. She is having a dinner party, her first dinner party that she's planning for herself. She's got her boss there. She's got Daisy there. She's got the antique store guy that's always been a part of her life. She's got another neighbor there. They're all having a grand old time. She's pulling out this roast chicken or something that she burnt and uh they're just having a grand old time and then she gets a text message because oh she had gotten her phone fixed finally and remington had been texting her for a couple days she saw but she'd been ignoring it because right she had seen all the text messages that he had sent her post-accident like freaking out a bit but then yes but it wasn't like, I love you, I'll be with you. It was more like no. but then, trying to yes, get back into she that. Was getting, she was getting more zone. text messages. But the, the difference with these text messages is he signed them with his name. Right. So he, but they still weren't what she wanted. They right. were still. Putting his love for her. So yeah. Right. And it was saying that they could be together. They were still just kind of seemingly getting them back into that friendish talking zone and but she was like big, i don't have time of, for that but bullshit. he did break one of the rules which was i thought that was cute but yes yeah. she deserved more than just the name i get it right and she was and i'm glad she held strong mm-hmm. Me too. so she gets the text message she excuses herself into the kitchen to read it because she's doing a good job but she just knows she can't read that in front of someone else and it's still you know hold it in this part was but cute. then his voice starts reading it because he's really there in real life so then he's there 
She's happy. And she says probably the best line in the book. Are you willing to give this a try or are you just offering your dick for the night? Love it. And I just, I laughed a lot. I'm sorry, but I laughed a lot. That was probably no, the best line fine. in the book. So he's, yeah, gung-ho, yada, yada. Great. They get together. They bang. Happy, glory, hallelujah. They're together now. Happily ever after. And we had to wait until 90%, 98% of the book for them to bang. Yeah. I do and have one highlight in this book from the beginning of the book is when chase had a bunch of fans out and this one girl goes he's so hot my ovaries are gonna explode and duncan goes not the ovaries again what is it with the ovaries <laughs> sorry i thought that was funny it has nothing to do with i the really enjoyed duncan i did too i really enjoyed duncan. <laughs> he didn't have as many parts as i wish no, he had it was so but i really funny. enjoyed him yeah it was good Though my favorite character was probably Mr. Jensen, who oh, yeah. ran the antique store. She visited him. He was good friends with the with Nana. And she's the one who sold her nude photo of Oh her my god. Grandmother her grandmother too. is her grandmother sounds a like a hot ticket. Ass. Her um, grandmother left her Mr. A nude Jensen. Fody. Nude photo. But nude Mr. Photo. Jensen had a little temper tantrum. When Chase came back to the dinner party and he was explaining all the things that he had given up for her and how he wasn't going to be acting anymore. And he was going to just be like he had turned in a script to a movie and that's what he was going to be doing instead because that's what he truly wants to do. He did instead of acting. Olivia had read it because he had given it to her. So she Mm -hmm. read it before while they were still prior to him being chased to her. Right. So she knew it was good. She knew he could. And it's what he truly wants to do. And he's taking a risk at what he wants to do versus what he can do. And Mr. Jensen's having a little temper tantrum because he turned down the role of Max Thunder. And he was so upset. It was he's like, what funny. idiot would turn that down? He's like, I just wanted to beat Max Thunder. So I really enjoyed Mr. Jensen. Nana was a hot ticket. And I really liked Duncan. I just wish that we had more of Nana and Duncan. but. Well, Nana's dead, so we can right. Nana's dead, right? So, but who was your favorite? Daisy, probably. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say you. I, I I felt like you totally vibed with Daisy. I fucking love Daisy. She was hot she, ticket. She was great. I want to read her story so yeah. bad. It's I'm gonna be so mad good. that her story is not the next one. I Daisy was my jam. I liked her a lot. She put Chase in his place, motherfucker, put and Chase in his place. I Sorry. loved seeing her reaction to Ryder and knowing it's just, it's going to be good. I can't wait for that book. So right, right. I was going to say, I feel like their book's going to be cute. I don't like, this I don't know. Like a character that I didn't like because they didn't really I didn't like, like Chase. I'm just saying. He was a douche not nozzle. The best, he not had the, the best greatest potential character. in the beginning. But the fact that our main character frustrated me so much, I'm just going to flat out say, I don't think I ever pick the main character to not like like that. We've picked some main characters because we've had books where main characters sucked and the side characters were better. So, yeah, that does but I meant of a book that I didn't hate. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah Chase I didn't hate this book. Yeah. Chase wasn't the strongest. It wasn't fantabulous, but I didn't hate it. 
Yeah, Chase wasn't the strongest male character we've ever read, and he was a weak little I just bit. hated the back and forth and the wishy-washy and the... It was welcome. just degrading. Listen, welcome to actual men. Well, that's why I don't go around men. I, I hate men. It. It's terrible. Like, men. Men are trash. They're trash pandas. No. They're trash pandas. They're not trash pandas because trash pandas are amazing. I am basically a trash panda. Men, I don't even... They, I don't even have any. They're snakes. I don't know. They're Oscar the Grouch. They're trash Muppets. Men are, men are trash Muppets. Trash Muppets. All right, yeah. Solid. Trash Muppets. Trash Muppets. Yeah, he was very wishy-washy. It really was annoying. But he does kind of encompass what a real man is. <laughs> but he was that's what a real man is, I'm going to go back to my dark romance. I have so many book boyfriends lately, and they're so cute, and I love them. And I just want to delve back into those ones. I hope Ryder's a good one. Yeah, I'm, I think he'll be a good one. But yeah. Ryder was better than fucking Chase. I know. He's so funny. Who was that other dude who tried to get her Sebastian? to watch a horror movie for a date? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, because if you watch a horror movie, the girls don't want to sleep alone so you can get them to have sex with you. So fucking My funny. God. Was just, I think it was another person in Ryder's band and it was just funny. I thought it was funny. Yeah, I it was. I giggled. So I mean, the, it's not, probably going to be a to nice. To be fair, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. But it, it'll be a nice little add-on to the writer's book, I yeah, think. Yeah, like, it'll be cool to see that little world with him. How would you rate the book? Who was your least favorite, though? I told you it was, it was Chase. There wasn't a lot of options. Oh, oh, I didn't know you agreed with me. I thought you were. Did. Okay. Okay. No, you just sometimes get in your own little world and just forget that I speak. Well, no, I, I know you were talking about how he sucked ass, but I thought I you were. I did say like, I also didn't him. like him. No, I'm not. I was partially defending gotcha. him, but I agreed with you that. I mean, gotcha. there okay. wasn't a whole ton of characters to hate in this book. This book no. is not one that had a villain of the story, no. realistically. Even the conflict of the arson, it was just kind of like a background thing. There wasn't, I wish, kind of wish that whole situation was fleshed out more. Was expanded more, point. yeah. But there yeah. wasn't really characters that you were built to hate in the book i started originally not a huge fan of emma but then everything else with her became awesome I liked emma in the beginning i was iffy about her again i was iffy about sebastian in the beginning as yeah, well that's and true. Then towards yeah. the end i really started to like them as characters so so hear me out when i say this because oh god i chose this book and this was my pick and the blurb was so cute and it had such promise. And there wasn't necessarily a lot of things wrong with this book. Obviously, it was a little shitty that we didn't get any spice until the end of the book. And what we got was really shitty. But as Spencer would say, the, what was it? Silk steel was used. It was used <laughs> a couple of times. It's different yes. versions of silk. But my problem is that though... These characters were talked about with the connection so many times. I don't know if it must have been a me problem because it was spelled out, but I did not feel the connection with these characters. Not as much as I would hope with how long I, they were friends. Yes, I could read the words and I could hear what the author is telling me to think about these characters, but it is not written in a way that I could feel the connection between the two main characters and so i could not connect them together well 
And that was a huge disconnect for me. So I rated it three stars. Okay. Because, yeah, you can explain something up the wazoo, but if you can't write it in a way that I feel that connection, it just doesn't do it for me. I want to feel their relationship. I want to, you know what I mean? And maybe it was the grading, the yo-yo. Maybe it was the back and forth. And maybe it was the the overdone of that. Maybe it was the overdone of the goodbye forever. Maybe it was all of those things that just kind of took me out of that. Goodbye forever. I don't, I can't pinpoint exactly what it was. Maybe it was a combination of all those things. But I just, I couldn't feel their relationship together. Like it just, it felt just fake, like a, a written story instead of like a field, you know. Yeah. I'm giving it a 3.75. So that is smaller just, shit. Sorry. Well, yeah. So here's the thing. It was it was good. It was sappy. And I did write slow burn because it is it does say that it is a yeah. slow burn. I, I went back to the page to make sure. I don't mind I, a slow burn. Hold on. As long as we get Shut something good. Up for a second so Sorry. I can continue. Thank you. But it was a very, very. It was like a snail burn. It wasn't even a slow burn. It was a snail burn because that shit to was me a so slow burn slow. doesn't go to ninety eight percent. I think probably ninety eight percent. I think they were probably thinking that the blowjob scene was enough because that was further. That wasn't as it was that was like eighty five percent one time. Yeah, sorry, but yeah. So, but it was, was fine. Honestly, it, it I, I if they had forced more, it probably would have not been great. Anyways. Because I didn't connect these characters together. So I didn't feel the... Yeah. I mean... And I gave it like a five cucumber halfway. I guarantee you giving it lower than two. I'd I'd probably give it a one or two. Because there was was almost nothing there. And it was shitty. It wasn't good. And for a 350 page book... I've read 200 To have two scenes. Listen. One at 85% of a blowjob. And one... At 98% of them banging, and neither one of them were good. I'm just saying. Listen, when Ice Planet Barbarian's 200-page book gives me so much, gives me an alien eating out a chicken. When Ice Planet Barbarian's gives me a bone dildo, okay? We have a really high bar set now is versus Ice Planet (laughs) Listen. Hey, we we had the freaking tentacle, purple tentacle dick in the... A dildo in pucking around. So, listen. well, pucking around was also seven hundred pages. This was three hundred and fifty. But I'm just saying, Ice Planet Barbarians oh, oh, was a two hundred right, right. page yes, book. I gotcha. Yeah. Ice Planet Barbarians was two hundred pages, and in those pages was a lot of it. A lot. It was great. <laughs> when, when, when you're greeting, when you're greeting is to <laughs> go down orally, please. Listen, I need somebody to to greet I, you that way. I need either. I, I want to know. I can only picture them in my head. So I want to know. Can you show me? Pretty much. Can someone show me their drawings of these of the alien people? I want to know. Mm-hmm. I'm curious because they describe. I'm them sure well. there's probably plenty. I will have to Google. With we could go down like a Ice Planet Barbarian TikTok rabbit hole. Listen, there is like twenty something books in the main series, and then there's a lot of offshoots. So, yeah. if these have graphic like pages, like a oh. graphic novel, oh, these just had like little like inserts of like little photos with it. Oh, off topic. We're that'd off make topic. my day. 
that's okay. <laughs> it's, it's 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 better than honestly. This book came out in May. I, I knew it was a newer release. There what are, are the reviews so on? There's only 90, 91 ratings on Amazon. Okay. Is a 4.4 out of 5. Back to the 4.4s. Goodreads is a 4.14 out of 5 with 160. So we just have a different vibe of what we were looking for in this book. I think maybe. And that's okay. Yeah, this book, I mean, it's a good book. It's not a bad book. No, not at all. We just, it's, it's not just, our, it's not our vibe. It's its fine for a fluff read here or there. I literally, We're so just, when I was reading this last our night. Go, our literal jobs are to find tooth, pick apart every book. I mean, our little jobs are other things. <laughs> I meant in this moment. In this podcast. <laughs> In this Our podcast, we pick job. a pod. We pick apart every book. So, pick a pod. well, pick a pod. Pick, a, pick an alien pod. I was Can I pick a pod? This episode brought to you by Ice Planet, Planet Barbarians. Barbarians. Is is that the book you read for this episode? No, no, it's not. Oh, but it's we're talking about it. You're welcome. It's so funny because when I was talking to Spencer last night, uh, going not uh, not talking about Ice Planet Barbarians, but boo, I, you whore. I was it's a reformed whore for you, ma'am. Thank you. I was telling him how this book seemed more of a me pick than a you pick because our dark yeah. princess, Ariel over here, normally does the dark, sad stuff. And I'm usually the fluffy, floofy reader. And yet, here we are. But it did. So it does that mean for your pick, we're going to break my soul? I will have to find a soul breaking book. I don't know if I, you don't have a soul to breaks. I can try. But, but... I like to break my soul. We could, we could just read about an alien. I spent a barbarian's book power. I... I sent you a couple of things that were referred. Oh, that's right. You did like an orc one. I don't. And then a, an alien one that had placehold. My dreams. For someone who gave me so much shit. Gargoyles. Gave... Oh, gotcha. For someone who gave me so much shit about the monster books, all of a sudden we're just delving further and further into this rabbit hole of monster books. I mean, you know. When they're good, they're good, man. It's a nice little escape occasionally. It is. I like a good escapism. But it's not like that's all we read. We're reading these in between. Okay, for instance, the Ice Planet Barbarians. I'm reading my normal books by day and then reading about Ice Planet Barbarians by night. Yeah, she is like Batman. So I'm reading about a serial killer who is in love with an FBI agent by day. And by night, I'm reading about blue ice barbarian aliens. <laughs> but my signal is a bone dildo. A purple tentacle That dildo. thing sounds fantabulous. It does. Can mine be the purple tentacle dildo? Yes. So okay. mine is the purple dildo and yours is the bone dildo. Nailed yes. it. Doesn't that just fit our personalities? Mine even has that little, little... Little piece on the little nub, little nub, the size of your pinky. 